1: Being highly favored of God, what that means and how that should motivate you and I in Christ. Next. Being highly favored of God or being graced by God being smiled upon by God. You know, God uses this term to refer to his son Joseph. But really, if you think about it, if Christ is in us and we are in Christ, then God has smiled on us as well. We are highly favored. And that is real encouragement and real comfort. That's what we're looking at here today in Genesis chapter 39, verses 1 through 23. The life of Joseph is and the mirror of this life in you and I through Christ. Here's Pastor Napoleon Kaufman with today's program.
2: Then he says, but how can I do this wickedness and sin against God? The issue here is that we have to see it as wickedness. We have to see it as betrayal against God. We have to see this is there's no way that I'm going to stand here and allow my relationship with God to be called into question because a fleeting moment of passion of sin, no matter what it is. And I'm not just talking about sexual. I'm talking about sin in general. I can't do this. and I'm not going to lie on my boss. You want me to you want me to lie on my boss so we can get him a fire because you don't like him? I'm not in that. I'm not gonna backstab my manager so I can get his job. God's not gonna, God's not, God's not gonna bless me with that. And then I may get this position then and then and then it'll be so terrible. Because God's blessing's not gonna be I have absolutely no peace at all. I want this the right way. I'm not gonna do this the wrong way. I'm not going to, no, I'm not getting involved in that. We have to get, because of God. God's the one who opened the door. God will keep the door open. I don't, and if he wants to elevate me, he knows just where to find me. Can I have an amen, y'all? But now in society, it's about backstabbing and lying and cheating and, 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 and just taking a road that is contrary to God's will. If God places you on the mountaintop, you don't ever have to being, have to ever have to worry about being moved unless God tells you it's time to move. But if you put yourself on the mountaintop, then you got to keep, you got to fight to keep yourself on the mountaintop. If David would have went into the cave and said, "I see Saul, give me my knife," God said that I'm anointed and that I'm the king. So what I'm going to do right now. Oh, I feel the anointing. It's God telling me to kill him. I had a dream. I had a revelation. I had a prophecy. I had a this or that. I'm going to go kill him. David went in there. And because he was a man of God, he just cut a little bit of of Saul's robe and took it. And the Bible says that his heart smote him. it, It bothered him that he even cut just a little bit of his robe. Because he was a man of integrity. When he could have killed him. Because David knew that if I make myself king, then I got to keep myself king. But if God makes me king, then nobody can move me until God says this time. Can I have an amen? And that's the mentality that we have to have. It, when God elevates me. But there are going to be character tests. That was the character test for David. This is a character test. Verse 9. There is no one greater in this house than I, nor has he kept back anything from me but you. Because you're his wife. He says, how then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? And saints is sin against God. We got to get that in our mind. It's wickedness. It's not right. And our hearts should just. Our hearts should be pierced. And convicted over stuff. This is what God is looking for. I want God's favor to, to abide, remain, and stay upon all of us. Amen? It says in verse 10, so it was, as she s- spoke to Joseph, it says day by day, that he did not heed her to lie with her or to be with her. And I think this is important because understand that this is the devil's job in your life. He's going to badger you. This is what happened with, with Samson and Delilah. Every day she just kept coming back. And he became weakened. His soul, the Bible says, became weakened. And he gave in. And the enemy, this is what he wants to do. He wants to weaken you by constantly bringing stuff into your path to get you. But are you a person of character? Of godly character in the sight of God? That no matter what, I'm going I'm to stick with God. I'm not perfect, but I'm going to fight as hard as I can to stay with Jesus in my life. Can I have an amen? And that's the mindset that we have to have. Because the enemy, and I, and I hey, I deal with temptation just like everybody else. And the devil tries to badger me more than y'all know. Devil's always trying to take me out. Par for the course. It's what you sign up for. Can I have an amen? You signed up for a fight. It's a fight. You're gonna have to fight back. You're gonna have to bind the devil, rebuke the devil, tell him to be quiet, open your Bible, turn on music, praise the Lord, get the devil out of your mind, get get people around you, get haters away from you. You gotta continue to fight. You gotta fight. You gotta fight. Look, you gotta fight. Look at your neighbor and tell him, You gotta fight. You gotta fight. This is a great fight of faith. The devil's gonna tempt you all the time. Jesus was tested in the wilderness. The enemy's gonna try you. All of us have to learn how to fight back. Joseph was a man of character, and he did it, even though he was being badgered day by day. And let me say this about this: Saints, he's being badgered day by day. But there's a point in our lives where we begin to flip the script on the enemy, and part of that is learning how to uh, is learning how to insulate yourself with righteousness. You know, if you know that you're going into a hostile territory when it comes to your job, what are you doing to prepare yourself for that environment? Watching Oprah is not going to do it. You're going to lose. You better get in your Bible. You better get, get praise music. You got to start fasting if you have to. Get some prayer warriors around you. Get your mind ready for the environment before you even get there. So you come in prayed up. Can I have an amen, y'all? And so you come in, you're you're coming in, and you're not weak when you come in. You're coming in spiritually strong, ready for the environment that you're about. And this is what happens. This man has character. And I love it. It says here, but it happened, verse 11, about this time when Joseph went into the house to do his work, and none of the men of the house was inside, that she caught him by his garment, saying... Lie with me.
1: <laughs>
2: now, this, is, this is awesome. But he left his garment in her hand and fled and ran outside. Look at your neighbor and tell him, you got to run. There's times when you just got to run. When your flesh is starting to get the best, of, you better run. Can I have an amen? We got to learn. We got to learn. We got we to learn. Well, I got to get out of here. Saints, we got to understand that it, sometimes it takes drastic measures like this. It said that he fled and he ran from the situation. He didn't become spiritual and deep and profound and try to figure out a way which this may be God. Because you know how we do. Maybe this might be the Lord trying to open a door. <laughs> We, we get to this mode. We got to stop getting in that mode. Don't go there. Don't, you don't need to pray about this. You don't need to prophesy. You don't need a word from God. You need to run. We need to run. We got to get to this place in our hearts where that becomes our mindset. Man, I'm staying away from that. Man, why don't you? You don't, you don't, you don't even. Man, I don't, go, I don't even go buy no, any bars. You're not going to see me buy one. I don't get involved in that. You, 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 hey, listen, you guys know, I I won't even go to a woman's house if she's there by herself. You guys know me. Well, that's one of the ministers in the church. Well, praise the Lord, I'll be right here in the parking lot till somebody else show up. You better ask, I don't even want anybody thinking Nothing. Can, can i have an amen we just oh it's okay we're gonna go pray no we're not praying we're gonna wait what time are they showing up we gonna all be there yeah we're gonna well, praise the lord we're gonna all be there all of us and i know i know we i mean i'm i'm i'm, I'm making light this i'm laughing but you have to all of us in this room you have to set the, the bar high and say god i don't want any appearance of evil i don't even want the appearance of evil I don't want the appearance of it. And that's the mindset that we have to develop. And for all of us, it's, it, there's a moment where we have to learn how to run out of stuff. Run away from it. Stop being so nice. Get away from it. Why? Because I got favor on my life. I'm not blowing this. And, and this is the mindset you and I have to have. We have favor. We're highly favored. We can't blow our opportunities. Then God's got to go through and, and he's got to, you know, have us go through another situation so we can get back to where we were instead of just being there and flowing with God. Amen. This is what we want to have. But this man, of God, I love it. He fled and he ran away from this situation. All of us have to learn how to do this in our lives, on our jobs and business with family members. That we, we, we we're not afraid to say, no, I'm I'm, I'm flying out of here. I'm flying out of here. I remember when I worked for the Raiders, and you know, the Raiders have these cheerleaders, and they're not ugly, but I'm saved and filled with the Spirit of God. And I and I knew, I always knew, I said, This is this is the type of stuff guys begin falling into." this. I said, I'm not falling I already got a fine wife anyway, so I'm not tripping, you know what I mean? But <laughs> But, but I remember that I would, I would come out, and I made it a point, And I wasn't trying to be mean, but I made it a point to everybody, and I still do it now, that I'm about my father's business. So you, you, you know, when you see me, I'm coming out mean mugging. I would come out of the locker room, and I made it, I made it a point that I wanted to make sure it's very clear. They know no hanky-panky going on with me because I'm saved and filled with the Holy Spirit and got a wonderful wife and happily married, and so, y'all, it is not going down. But what we do sometimes as Christians, well, that's kind of mean. No, it's not mean. It's, it's what you need to do to let the devil know that I'm not playing. Some of us, listen, ladies, if you're single in this room, and even if you're married, when you're walking through the mall, Now, this isn't even in my notes, but I got to share. If you're walking through the mall, come on. Don't just start smiling at everybody. You need to look at brothers like, brother, you don't even stand a chance. You're not, you're not, you only stand a chance, man. But we, how you doing? Praise the Lord. You know how you doing? You want a brother to know you can't, you're not going nowhere. Hey girl, what's your name? Can we talk? No. What you talking? <laughs> I got to tell y'all st- I got to tell y'all a story. Y'all just bear with me just for a minute. I got to tell y'all a story. So we got some saved and sanctified ladies in this church. I got to share this cuz it is it is it is appropriate to share it now. We have some saved and sanctified holy ghost ladies in this church. And so one day I'm driving through. I'm driving through, the Hacienda Crossing. Right, and I'm in the parking lot, and I see Maria Carrasco. But she doesn't see me. So I'm driving, and you guys know I love Maria Carrasco. She's my favorite Carrasco. And so. I rolled down my window and I said, <whistles> I can't even whistle good, but I, I whistled at her. And I whistled at her, right? because I wanted to see what she was gonna do. Maria Carrasco, the spirit of power and might and strength, she turned around, she said. She didn't even see me. Her back was to me. She said, hey, who, oh, hey, who was that? Pastor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she turned around like she wanted to, like I was Goliath, that she wanted to chop my head off. I said, girl, I know you saved. <laughs> what I'm saying is there's got to be something in us that we don't play around. Why? Because I'm favored. God's hand is upon me. He's smiling upon me. I'll run from a situation. I'm going to stay right in the midst of God's hand in my life. It says here. Verse 13. And so it was when she saw that she had left his garment in her hand and fled outside, that she called to the men of her house and spoke to them, saying, see, he has brought in. To us, a Hebrew to mock us. He came in to me to lie with me, and I cried out with a loud voice. And it happened when he heard that, that I lifted my voice and cried out, that he left his garment with me and fled and went outside. So she kept his garment with her until his master came home. You know, there is a And and you guys, you all know this. It's nothing like being lied on. It can be very hurtful. I've experienced that from people of the world, but it's even worse than when you experience from people in the house of God. And I've experienced it, believe me. When you're lied on. And, you know, the thing about it is the devil, he is the father of lies. We preached on that a couple weeks ago, and this is what he does, and he has no problem. Nothing like being lied on your job. You're working hard, and the enemy will have somebody lie on you on your job. But we all have to understand that sometimes a lie told on you is pushing you into your purpose. Doesn't mean it's not hurtful. It doesn't mean that it's, it's not fair. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that it's fair. It doesn't. It just. But we have to see. That through it all, God has a way of covering you, protecting you in the midst of it. If your family member's lie on you, it's, nothing, it's, it's hurtful. But saints, we got to have understanding. This man is being lied upon. He has done nothing wrong. But God, his hand is still upon him. And he's causing and he's going to cause all things to work together for this man's good. Because he's called according to his purpose. (laughs) Look at verse 17. Then she spoke to him with words like these, saying, the Hebrew servant whom you brought to us came in to me to mock me. So what happened As I lifted up my voice and cried out that he left his garment with me and fled outside. So it was when his master heard the words which his wife spoke to him, saying, your servant did to me after this manner, that his anger was aroused. Then Joseph's master took him and put him into prison, a place where the king's prisoners were confined. And he was there, it says, in that prison. So now imagine this. He's in, now he's gone from being, having all this authority, and now he's sitting here in a prison. You know, it could have easily been a situation where he could have said to himself, I'm a failure. Look what's happened. This doesn't make any sense. Where's God at? You know, why did they do that to me and and go through this whole process? And maybe he did. It just doesn't, you know, God just didn't reveal that through Scripture. I don't know. But I think all of us have to see that when it comes to our life, sometimes life isn't going to be fair to you. It's not going to be fair to me. Sometimes it's not going to feel good. Then there's moments where we're sitting there and we know God's presence hasn't left us we feel his presence we know that god's that 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 god has given us great favor but why is this stuff sometimes stuff is happening and we have to stop and say but i'm called according to god's purpose what the devil means for evil god is going to get the good out of this i i don't like how this feels but god has a way of of showing me in the end that that his hand was upon me the whole time we have to we can't let the present moment derail us when it comes to our faith and our commitment and our loyalty to god and our character development and uh and us learning how to rest and be still in his presence we can't let the circumstances drive our emotions to the place where now we start making decisions based on how we feel right now we can't do it because there's a greater purpose that god has in store for us if we continue to walk in our integrity and do what god is asking this was a Uh, It was a setup for a blessing, even though I'm sure he didn't understand it at the moment. But what was his response? And for all of us, we have to see this when we're walking with Jesus. There's going to be these times where, man, this doesn't feel good, but is God with me? And if he's with me, I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be fine. Doesn't mean that I don't cry. Doesn't mean that I don't that I don't have any emotions about it. It's just that I'm not going to make an emotional decision and turn my back on. Pastor, you don't understand. my My father died, or I lost my child. So in that moment, did you make a decision to leave God? Don't turn your back on God. God loves your father and your child more than you could ever imagine. You can't even compare to His love. But you don't make a rash decision based on your present circumstances. You stick with God. And then he shows you in the end like he did for Joseph. When you let the story play out a little bit, he shows you, look what I did. Look what I had planned for you. What people do is they mess it up because they make the decision now. Joseph doesn't do that. He's he's walking In the hands of his master. Look at verse 21. It says he's confined in this prison. And the first three words are. But the Lord. But the Lord was with Joseph. And showed him what? Mercy. And gave him what? Favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. No matter what circumstance he is, he's in. God is with him. God's showing him mercy, and we see once again God's giving him favor. So now he's in the next situation. It's favor. A lot of times people get let off from one job, and they think it's over. Well, what? Wait a minute. God may. He's gonna open another door, and if you're faithful, He's gonna give you more favor in this one. Just be patient. Don't panic. Just be patient. He's going to open this door and he's going to give you favor here too. wherever he's taking you. He's going to give you favor. He says, but the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. Now watch this. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hands. And all the prisoners who were in the prison, whatever they did there. It was his doing. The keeper of the prison did not look into anything that was under Joseph's authority because the Lord was with him. And whatever he did, the Lord made it what? Prosper. That's favor. That's favor. That's what we want. That's what, that's what, what we as saints, we need to live by. That God... This may not be the best circumstance, but where you have me, I'm going to take this, and I'm believing you're going to prosper me right here until you open the next door. You're going to make this great here until you open it. Am I going to have people lying on me? Yeah. Am I going to have some traps set for me? Yeah. Am I going to have some situations? Yeah. But are you going to be with me? Yes, Lord? Yes. Is the Lord going to continue to prosper me? Yes. That has to be the mindset. But unfortunately, what we do is we don't see that Joseph was able to see this. We see God revealing this to us, the circumstances. That's not what it's all about. The Lord is with
1: us. A production of the Well Christian Community. This has been Times of Refreshing with our teacher and pastor, Napoleon Kaufman. As we close out our time together today, we trust and pray our time together has encouraged you in Christ, has encouraged you in your walk and relationship with Him. If it has, we'd love to hear from you. There are a couple of ways you can get a hold of us. By phone, of course, the easiest, 925-292-7800. Again, you can reach us at 925-292-7800. You're also welcome to write to us, address your envelope to the Well Christian Community. 2333 Neeson Drive. That's here in Livermore, California. The zip code 94551. Of course, you can always stop by our website. You can learn all about us at thewellchurch.net. That's thewellchurch.net. You can even take advantage of a few links, one of which will take you to our Facebook page. Or if you're on Facebook, simply look for The Well Christian Community. Don't forget, as you visit our website, take a moment and drop us an email. Let us know you paid us a visit. You can also follow Pastor Napoleon, by the way, on Twitter. His address, at Napoleon Kaufman. All one word, at Napoleon Kaufman. We thank you for spending time with us again today and look forward to seeing you next time we get together as we continue looking at God's Word for times of refreshing.